Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Larry Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. And we are, we're we're home, Adam. Where are we at, yep, brother? We're, we're home. The place I spend my third most time. <laughs> <laughs> His bed, gay bar, and welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast at Bullhucker Studios. Well, I was going to say my truck. <laughs> he goes because the music's good, okay? Let's not be judgmental here, you bastards. <laughs> Plus, I get hit on. I don't have to the queens. That's nice. They think I'm pretty there. That's right. They're like, a, they're like the big, beefy man. Yeah. But we're here at Bullhucker Studios in the bowels of the Emporium, Brushing Port in 210 Clayton Street. Yep. And we got a returning guest, a returning, returning guest. Yeah, we do. And... He's co-hosted a couple times. He has co-hosted a couple times, and I have the 100-episode rule, and he's actually hit that, and he he's he the only one that can do it. Yep. He, he was episode number three. Yep. He was one of the first people we brought in because he's a great storyteller. But Josh Finley, what is up, brother? Nada, man. How are you guys doing? It's good to see you, dude. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah, man. Awesome. Coming. Josh, you're one of the best storytellers we've had on this podcast. <laughs> I always enjoy your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because Josh don't give a shit. He just tells you the bad stuff that happens <laughs> to him, and I'm like... Fantastic. <laughs> the last time you had a story about uh, doing the, well, we'll get into it later, about the, the fucking frozen fish in your dad's car. Mm-hmm. The, the suburban aquarium. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh, man. So, yeah, we'll see, man. So, if, you, if you do tell a story that we've heard before, uh, Adam and I cheat like crazy, so we're not going to tell you. We just know that's not, you know, something. The one I was thinking about on the way over here is from your, when you were on here the first time. And you were in the hospital and had that surgery because you had like the celery, a yeah. two foot piece of celery or some mm-hmm. shit in you. <laughs> and they yep. just like pulled all your guts out, and you were worried about not being able, not getting to the end right, getting yeah. them back in there right, or whatever. And nobody believes me when I say you swallowed three inches of celery. I guess, man, I don't know. Uh, that's not the story I remember. I remember the, the little drug diorama. That's what I <laughs> that, wanted. That was the other one. On, that was another one on there. That's the first time this podcast, my heart was broken. That wasn't a true story. <laughs> I, I say it's not a true story. I just told you, spoiler alert, but it's uh, been literally 139 episodes ago. So, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's what it is. If so, you didn't get it, you didn't get it. If right. you didn't get it, you didn't get it. It's uh, what, yeah, man. So it was the first time I had my heart broken because I wanted that story to be so true, man. And it was. And I was like, oh, that's bullshit. That's it. We should not do this podcast anymore. <laughs> You're bailing after yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Josh has also got the esteemed uh, title of uh, most shitty stories to listen to. Not shitty, but most most effed up stories. Uh, the uh, here, coming uh, Here I Come story, uh, always with Pierre Carrillo. Oh, like, yeah, when, yeah. When he, when okay, he, yeah. Like when you coke. I was like, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. I don't remember that no, one. <laughs> He shoots yeah, himself in the rough. eye. Yeah, that was rough. I uh, I looked back oh. when I was editing that, and uh, just uh, the both of us are laughing so we're giggling like little girls. I just heard the <laughs> f word, you know. I just think it's the funniest shit. But uh, <laughs> it's been fun though, man. But I'm so excited to have you back, man. It's, Thank it's you. gonna be good. Thank you for having what, me. What's going on nowadays? What are you up to? I am uh, well. I switched careers again. COVID, you know, knocked me down. Uh, took my job out of the out of the mix. So I'm doing uh, maintenance at a uh, at assisted living center. So I work with uh, senior citizens and. Uh, my wife's the boss, so uh, you know I, I don't get any any downtime. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, it's it's a super good job. I, I wouldn't have seen myself doing this two three years ago, and and now I don't know if I'd see myself doing anything else. So really, yeah, I I enjoy it. It's like you know you listen to stories all day long. You know you get to oh, hear their you know and they, they got some they've got some great stories to tell, and so you know. it's I put their TV back on the right station, and they tell me stories. So it works out pretty good. You know, that's pretty cool, though. Probably, you know what? All joking aside, probably some knowledge being dropped in there, right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. You know? No, I, 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 uh, I should have listened a little more to my own grandparents before they were sure. gone. And so now this is kind of my second chance to, to you know, learn from them a little bit. So I, uh, I came in early to get some of the wings from upstairs, which were amazing. And I was just sitting up there eating them. And I thought, I'm going to scarf these down real quick and just go hang out down in the studio. And there's like a whole table that pushed about four or five tables together. There was just a bunch of old guys up there sitting there eating yeah. pizza mm-hmm. yeah. and talking. And they were talking about drag racing and stuff back in the 40s and 50s. And so I like started eating real slow, like kind of eavesdropping. It was it was pretty cool listening to their stories. So. Oh, yeah. And it's with the knowledge, man. Like I, mean, I don't know about your dad, Adam. Here, give you advice you didn't listen to, but you wish you would have earlier you know pretty much all of it yeah yeah all of it i'm gonna, <laughs> all of it. I'm gonna yeah, corolla some. right now with low profile tires which the corolla has uh, been a great little car but those uh, low profile tires can suck my dick I, those are the worst things <laughs> i remember when you Frank got that floor. car yeah if you'd had it about i don't know six or eight months hits a pothole blows out a tire oh yeah he fixes the damn thing and then we're he's bitching about it at the comedy show 
This is when they were out at the Clarion. The very next comedy show, those motherfucking low profile. He hits another pothole, blows out another tire. He's like, those sons of bitches. I fucking hate them. Well, the reason I bring it up is because I took on Coled to uh, – to go car shopping with me, you know, and uh, there's a couple of things. Uncle Ed will do anything for you. He's a good man. Uh, he, he just won't. Uh, he won't vote Democrat. He uh, won't take the Lord's name in vain, and uh, he he refuses to be nice to a uh, used car salesman. He just won't do it. <laughs> He's uh, I don't know if he thinks they're Satan's uh, helpers or whatever, but right. he's how he treats them like hostile fucking witnesses. You know, you deserve this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I take him just to like rough him up a little bit, like you know. Oh my god. I, I want to. Uh, okay, well I have some questions, and then just sit there staring at him like like it's go time. You know, oh like, you know, God. like some kind of Vietnam flashback. But when I bought that car, he's like, I don't, I don't know what those tires, but he kept telling me, I don't know what those tires, but I'm like, oh, my Mexican side doesn't come out very often. <laughs> it's about to, <laughs> but they did that day. I was like, these tires look sharp, man. They look good. And I like them. I like them. And then I took it to Pueblo and my brother's like, Hey, my, my friend wants to trade you a laptop for those rims. And I was, oh my God. <laughs> Let me correct your sentence. Your friend wants to trade me a stolen laptop. <laughs> for those rims. I used to live in Pueblo. I don't know this, shit, this game place, but that's what I had confirmation. Like, I bought Whoa. a Cholo wagon. That's... <laughs> but I, well, but, you could probably exchange stolen rims for a legit laptop. Maybe. Right. I don't know. That's what, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the math works out. I haven't lived there in a while, but there's a conversion chart somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, every time it's gotten a flat tire and I take it down to Rudy's, mm-hmm. I got to make sure, I got to pray Uncle Ed doesn't drive by and see that curl out front. He's like, I to- I to- Larry, I told you about those damn tires. I'm like, well, you can't take it back now, Ed, you know? Right. But the Corolla has been a badass little car. It has oh. ran like a top. Just the tires are shit. Don't everybody low profile tires. So, I just bought. Uh, well, me and the wife. I shouldn't say I bought it. Me and the wife bought a Alfa Romeo here recently. I don't even know what that is. It's an Italian car. Okay. Um, little sporty thing. It's you know. It's it's it hugs the road real nice. Whatever. But when we bought it, I already I, I knew there was going to be a problem. I said you know we open it up and most of the new cars today are the same way. They don't have any spare tires. And so they just have an air pump in the back with a little bit of fix-a-flat, and they're on run flats anyway because they're low-profile tires. 19-inch. Not 18, not 20. Mm. 19, right in the middle. Those Italians, they just really screw you right there. But anyway, she's had it for like three <laughs> weeks, right? She calls me, and she goes, she goes, the tire's just flat. It's shredded. I'm on the side of the road. I'm like, I'm behind her. I'm coming into work. I said, okay, I'll pull over and take a look, you know, see what's yeah, going on. Yeah. I get there. I mean, we're talking... Swiss cheese. There's oh, yeah. nothing left of the tire at oh, all, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, and, no, and, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and she's got a, a you know, good deal at work. She's got to be on a Zoom call or whatever. I'm like, take the truck, go, whatever. She hops in my truck. It's got every dash light on that there is. It's got like almost 300,000 miles. You know, I at this point, I, I just ignore them, you know, right, whatever. Right. She gets in, like, oh, wait, that one light went off. Yeah. <laughs> that happens <laughs> I'm, sometimes. I'm <laughs> She jumps in and she like stops three feet ahead. She's like, "Oh, these lights are on. What's going on?" I was like, "You know, it's no big deal. It's fine. Everything's good." You know, and she's like, "Just go to work. You're fine." I, I have to wait for an hour and a half for a tow truck to take me from there to the little shop to get a new tire put on. The guy's looking at me like I'm that dickhead, you know. Going, you can't change your own tire. Like, you don't even have a tire, man. There's yeah, no, yeah. no tire in there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I told her, you know, where we live, you know, obviously that's a deal. I told her, I said, "Hey, man, you know." You see that light come on, I would stop next right. time. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I, uh, they don't come with spare tires anymore? No, most new cars don't. I didn't know that. Did you? No. Especially like your compacts. They don't come with them at all. You know what? There's no room. Yeah. Dude, I'd make room in the trunk. That's just what the trunk would be my, where my new spare tire is, you know, because right. I've, had, I've had to walk a few times. Oh, I'll yeah. Tell you On TikTok, you see that there's that uh, air pump that's like little, like it's probably the size of this, about half of this this tablet. Right. And it can pump, you know what I mean, the battery powered and shit. Oh. And I'm like, ooh, it was like porn. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> I need uh, that. <laughs> oh my god, let me, Larry, wear your pants down. Shut up, don't judge me. I'm tired of changing tires. I'm looking for my wallet. That's why. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hold on, I need you know I need two of those. I got two cars. I don't know how much it costs yet, but it's uh, the Christmas is coming, and Santa Claus is gonna buy me one. Right. You know. So yeah. That's yeah, awesome. All uh, right, but hey, if you uh, are. Before we get going any further, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do in this podcast, we bring on a guest. Today, again, is Mr. Josh Finley. Josh is going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's a kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's either borrowed, made up, or halfway made up. But, Josh, we've actually gotten ballsy lately, and we're not going to ask you what it is. We're just going to shoot from the hip. It's perfect. Because, I mean, most of the time people kind of screw us on that anyway, right? Like, they'll say it's uh, halfway made up. And then, like, well, I kind of borrowed it. I'm like, well, you kind of lied to us. So. Yes. <laughs> I completely made up this 
partially borrowed yeah. half true story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True story. I'm like, I'm like, you lied to us. Do you not understand this this podcast? They're like, yeah, I understand the podcast about lying. Do you understand the podcast, Larry? I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent yeah, point. I do. We make up our rules as we go. That's right. That's right. So, anyway, at the end of the podcast, Adam and I are going to try and guess which one is, in fact, not the true or his story. So, Adam, you want to? Are you ready to tell some stories, Josh? Finley? I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. I'm going to let Adam read you because you have writing like my writing, man. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I look like a sharpie. So all the letters are like bled, like bleed <laughs> together. Got Olympia, Stand by Me, and Missing Tools. Hey, good job. It's like Sanskrit. Shit, bud. Well, Stan looks like stay dash D. <laughs> so, yeah. I just <laughs> filled in the blanks there. And I stand by me. That's how Forrest Gump I'm not a say smart it. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to tell me any particular order? Do you mind if we pick? It, you guys hit it. Adam, Whatever you want to do. Knock it. Uh, my no, turn? Yeah, you pick. Uh, okay, so Olympia, stand by me, and missing tools. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go with Olympia. Let's try that one. Olympia. Yep. All right. So this is my this is my senior year in high school, uh, Eaton, Colorado. Um, we had a, a row of benches. So there's like the old school and the new school. There's a row of benches that were in between. And so all the seniors would just sit on this bench. and uh, Or, you know, in between classes, we sit on this bench. And so my buddies and I, we had this big plan. You know, it's Friday night. We're going to we need some beer, you know. And, and my buddy's sister, she's going to buy. We just got to get the cash, you know. So we're sitting there, and we're just, we're, we're bumming money all day long. You know, any change, any change. You know, everybody, freshmen, teachers, whatever. We're not telling them what it's for. It's like, hey, man, you need change, you know. Right. Trying to, like, see what, you know, see what happens. Well, at the end of the day, we probably end up with, like, 30, 40 bucks, you know. And uh, we what, go. What year is this? 95. That's a, that's a fucking haul. It, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. Right? It was a lot, <laughs> yes. And uh, so we, we went into, you know, we, we left school. We gave, uh, we went to my buddy's sister. We handed her the money. We said, you just get us as much beer as you can possibly get us. Yeah. Okay. So she leaves. She comes back. And I've seen a lot of beers in my day. You know, even at that time, I'd seen a lot of oh, beers. Yeah. She yeah. rolls up with, like, I don't even know, three or four cases of Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> Had it. Okay. <laughs> I have now. <laughs> One time. Uh, but I was like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Where, did, where did you go and find it? You know, I didn't even ask, you know, whatever. Right. Okay, here we go. So we got four or five, you know, three or four cases of, uh, of cheap beer. We throw those in the truck. We go party. We're out, I don't know, it's probably 10, 30, 10, 30, 11, something like that. We leave Eaton, we're going to head to Greeley. We're, there's, we heard there's a party, so we're going to head into Greeley. So we go along, we're, we're on, uh, in between Eaton and and, uh, and Greeley, there's, it's 35th Avenue in Greeley, but it's it's County Road 35 outside of Eaton. It goes around Seeley Lake. And uh, at this time, 95, we're riding in the back of the truck. It's a regular, you know, regular cab F-150. There's probably four of us in the back of the truck. There's three or four in the front. And we're just rolling down the road, drinking beer, having, drinking beer, having a deal. And uh, this car comes up right behind us, and they're on us, man. They're like, you know. And so my buddy Gabe, he stands up. He kind of does his little dance, you know. And, and they're trying to, like, go to pass. and But don't, you know. They're just they're just kind of jacking with us. But they're right on the bumper. God dang it, I'm sorry. On the bumper, on the bumper, on the bumper. And uh, my buddy Mike, he's like, what the hell's up with these guys, man? And so he, he brake checks them a couple times. Still not getting off of us. Well, Gabe, you know, like I said, we've been drinking. So Gabe, my buddy, he decides he's just going to toss one through the windshield. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he grabs a brand new one and whoop, right through the windshield of this truck. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, at this time, the party starts. And uh, we're just outside of, of, of Sealy. I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Greeley, but Sealy Lake is just a little tiny man-made lake. Basically, there's a bunch of rich houses like built around it. But there's this huge like half circle that you got to drive around. So instead of a straight road, you've got to make this half circle and then go straight again. Well, we were already in the first part of the circle. We right. came to the second part, which is a 90-degree turn. And you've got three or four people in the back of the truck plus beer. And now we're doing 80, 90 miles an hour. Oh, you know? no. Oh, yeah. And these guys are on us. All of us are under, you know, underage, whatever. Well, we get into Greeley. We're going to a party. But he decides, my buddy Mike, he decides, well, we're going to stop. Uh, we're going to go down to uh, 10th Street where everybody crews. You know, he says, there's going to be cops down there. We're just going to stop there. Hey, did it crack the windshield? Oh, it went right through the windshield. Okay. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we didn't know this till afterwards. Okay. It I'm looked sorry. like it exploded, but the lights were on us. We couldn't really see. Right. I'll tell you how that I'll figure okay, it out in a minute. Larry, shut up and let me finish. Yeah, okay. no, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. But yeah, no, he. Uh, so you know, they're they're on us. And uh, so if you're coming down 35th Avenue and 10th Street, there's like a Taco Bell here, and there's a Wendy's or whatever. 
he pulls into this Wendy's parking lot, and there's a, I don't know, a bunch of little shopping centers, but there's an alley, like, right beside 10th Street that's, you know, parallel with it. He hits that, goes across the parking lot, like, 45-degree angle, mm-hmm. goes across that, hits that, where there's, like, a three-foot drop, a three-foot drop, a three-foot drop before you come back out. So, once again, all of us in the back of the truck, boom, 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 you know? Yeah. He doesn't even look. He just goes across four lanes of traffic on 10th Street, goes clear across. These guys are following us the entire time. Get across. He pulls in. Uh, McDonald's was, I'm going to say, down by. It was by the old uh, Kmart, which is down there, but now it's the police station. Uh, but we pulled in because we saw a cop, so he pulls in right away, and that truck keeps on going. And so we just rolled up right to the cop. <laughs> All of us, you know, beers everywhere. Beers are broke. Beers leaking right. out of the truck right. at the time. Right. You know, we're drunk as can be. And Mike's like, those guys are following us. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us. And she's like, who? And so he points them out, whatever. She gets on the radio. She goes, stay here. And she gets on the radio. She leaves. Uh, a couple more cars. They get the guy. They pull him over. And, like, I don't want to I want to say it was, like, right before. 23rd Ave getting pulled over and we're just sitting and talking the entire time about do we leave you know what what should we do <laughs> you know we're, we're, we're gradually taking beer over to the trash cans of mcdonald's and just dumping it because we figure they're going to be checking the truck anyway right, you know right. so we you know trying to get rid of it she eventually comes back and she you know gets our story and we tell her you know she goes oh, well how did the beer can go through the windshield <laughs> <laughs> like, it went through the windshield she's like oh yeah yeah it's it's through the windshield it hit one of the gentlemen in the face and i'm like oh oh that's not oh, good no. you know and so we were trying to explain the story and, and uh so you know i had to tell her you know like okay we got this beer we we're fucking around these guys started following us and we didn't know what to do we were trying to get them off our tail and and that's what happened she goes well she goes she goes tonight must be your lucky night because two of the gentlemen have warrants for their arrest for oh, uh, no. their outstanding <laughs> warrants for murder um, the, oh, shit. the driver wasn't even licensed for several DUIs, but he was driving. And uh, so they didn't even look at us, didn't look at the truck, didn't, you know, we admitted we had beer. She didn't care. They, they just scored the big one. That's <laughs> Essentially, why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, she's like, she goes, you guys are really, really lucky. She goes, you guys need to get home. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, yeah, well. <laughs> away we go and we know we're, we're, after we leave we're like do we go back and rob the trash can and get our beer back like, so did you get your beer out of the trash can or what no we didn't <laughs> we didn't we we called that a night went and got back home but D- uh, didn't tempt fate no no I, we'd already that was enough that was enough right there wow that's yeah. uh that's insane that is insane what if you just stopped to try to fight those guys oh it'd have been done they killed one oh, of oh for sure i mean well we would have had to fill some episodes on this because <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. No, it was. I, I only got a real good look at one of them when they went by us, and the guy that was driving. And I mean, he was. I'm going to guess. I mean, we were all teenagers. I'm going to guess he was probably 30s, 40s. Uh, the other two, I couldn't tell, but I mean, they were all big gentlemen. Right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a, like a red flag that when you pull up to a cop, they keep going. Oh, yeah. Because you think they'd pull up on the other side and be like, those bastards threw a. Yeah. can through the windshield. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But if they're like, nope, we're good. Peace. Yep. Yeah, because it had to have cut one of them. If it goes to the windshield, someone's someone's bleeding here. You know oh, what I mean? guaranteed. I well, we didn't ask any of those questions, but she yeah. was like, "She, how the beer can go through the windshield?" We, we no. ran over it and kicked it up <laughs> off the highway, officer. <laughs> a full one? Can you believe that? I didn't see him throw, but it looked like a fastball. My. <laughs> Might have been a breaking ball. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really tell on that. I was just trying to stay alive. I didn't wait for the signal from the catcher. <laughs> I uh, work for Budweiser. We'd have to go up to the uh, the sales staff. Have to go to the meetings in, in Loveland, and we were in the the Rick's van, the passenger Budweiser van, and we had a case of beer with us. You know, and we get uh, there was it seventeenth that goes where Iron Mountain is or whatever. The, yeah, seventeenth. Uh, okay. Um, Okay, we go that back way into Budweiser the whole time, dude. So we take the rest of the beer and throw it out. It's like, we can't be caught with this beer in the company vehicle, you know, although we work for Budweiser. So Keith Llewellyn throws it. He throws it in this field, right? <laughs> Fuck it. It was cheap anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, um, we go to our meeting. They give us all these these monsters. We're, we're testing the monster drinks, driving home wired. Just everybody's just, just vibrating because all the monster <laughs> we just drink. So what did someone say? I wonder if that, can, that beer can's still in the field, or that, that case of beer is still in the field. So there we are, like crack addicts. Stomping through the weeds. Trying to figure out where exactly Keith threw this. Yeah, we found it. We found the beer. Oh, so, yeah. man. Yeah. And, yeah, because why stop and buy another one? There's a perfectly good half of one it's sitting right somewhere there. in the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> I just went down that road the other day. There's no doing that now. It's pretty packed out yeah, there. Yeah, there's it's, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, oh, it, man. We've put up a few buildings out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that Bobcat dealership. Right. Whatever that, where the 
car dealership used to be there on the corner. My uh, uncle, I take to Fort Collins every now and again for his eye appointments and uh, come back. I said, I know a shortcut to get back to 34, so we're not going down to 25. That was a mistake. No more shortcut. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, because when you get to about four miles in front of uh, 34, that it's backed up all the way. So we were having to, you know, yeah. So Highway 14 is about your only shortcut now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. We, we just found that, and it's not too bad, really. It's no. A, yeah, not too bad at all. So, okay, well, what do you think about that one, Adam? Dude, that was crazy. That was, like I said, insane. Uh, that's a Josh Finley story. I that's mean, definitely <laughs> that's, a Josh uh, you know, that's, story. We laugh. Kerry Kudrin was the you, last week's episode, and he has a story. And the reason I didn't pick the one you picked is because it sounded like a Kerry Kudrin story. You know what I mean? Like that, the fact that if I had to pick f- three friends to narrow it down to, shit that, that would, this would have happened to, Kerry's definitely one of the guys I picked. So yep. th- this is a Josh Finley story. If I had to pick three people <laughs> to narrow it down to. <laughs> This <laughs> is Josh Finley. So that's a great story, though. Once again, you have not disappointed. Okay, Adam, I'm sorry. you got to pick it. Let's go with uh, Missing Tools. Missing, missing tools. tools. So this is kind of a recent deal, actually, with my new job. Um, the uh, My wife calls it the, the veil, and, the you know, on the certain days the veil is very thin, and that, you know, there's some crossover between the – the other world in this world living in the dead yeah. yep yep and uh so there was a uh, my job you know obviously is a, i do you know plunge toilets fix sinks do sure. all that flip rooms you know somebody passes away or moves i have to flip the room make sure it's painted and the carpet's clean things mm-hmm. are ready to go for the next person and so you know usually i have a tool cart that i t- keep with me i have one for one for tools one for paint and uh, i had one resident and uh, uh, I won't name any names, uh, but she uh, she passed away, and her we'll, room. We'll call her Gertrude. What's that? We'll call her we'll call Gertrude. Gertrude. Okay, perfect, perfect. Gertrude. Yep. <laughs> Gertrude sounds like an old person. Then. So yeah. she was a, a resident we had that uh, was in our uh, memory care unit, and she was, um, y- you know, at first glance you'd say one hundred percent fine, nothing wrong, you know. Right. <laughs> Talk to her for five minutes. You understand why she's in the memory care. You know, okay, you know, that type of situation. But very nice lady, you know. But she she was holding on to the fact of you know that that she that she didn't want to be there, obviously, and that right. she didn't need to be there. And so she would always make sure she was prim and proper and things. And she, her outfits were always nice. She was always wearing her purse. Everything matched the whole nine. And uh, so that was just one thing I remembered about her. Well, her room had been empty for I don't even know, probably four or five weeks, maybe a month, maybe you know, a little over a month. And uh, uh, I go in, and I'm, I'm coming down that hall, and I'm going down to, to get down, you know, into that room. And I literally, she walks across the hall. <laughs> I see her. <laughs> the outfit, the pants, the purse, the whole nine. And she's been gone for weeks. And so she walks across and goes into the room, you know, and I'm like, okay. And I get down to the end of the hallway. I look. The door's shut. I go open the door. She's not in there the whole nine. I look, check, you know, check the whole room. And in memory care, there's basically a studio. It's just one room and a bathroom, so there's not like it's a whole lot of area, you know. But I check the room. Nothing in there. Ready to, you know, ready to sell. Okay, so I go back, and I'm working in this room. It's just on the other side of the hall, and I'm, you know, painting and doing my thing, and I, I'm looking, I'm looking, I, I'm, I'm trying to find my paintbrush. I can't find my paintbrush anywhere. You know, I'm like, my paint cart's got everything, but it's not there. I'm like, okay. So I go back to the office. Can't find my, can't find it there. I'm like, okay, well, you know, something's up. You know, so I, I go to Sherwin-Williams, buy me a new paintbrush, come back. I'm working. Probably an hour or so later, uh, I go to put the, the plates back on the walls. You know, I'm getting done painting. I'm putting the plates back on the walls. Can't find my screwdriver anywhere. So I'm like, what in the heck, you know? So I'm looking all around, can't find my screwdriver. Go back to the office, can't find the screwdriver. So now I'm just, you know, I'm frustrated. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's there. It was there five minutes ago. What, you know, what, you know, what, as far as I know, you know, whatever. But it was there. And uh, so once again, I go get a different screwdriver, get the job done, come back, whatever. I had, uh, it was probably two, maybe three weeks after that. Uh, some people come in and did a tour, and they were looking at that room. My wife comes back around because she's the boss. She comes around. She's got my paintbrush and my screwdriver and says, I think you left these in, in 220. No, I sure didn't. <laughs> and that was her room. And so sometime in the middle of that, and even, like I said, I, after I followed her in, I looked at the room, nothing nothing in there, nothing at all. The room is completely bare, ready to, you know, ready to go. And I was like, where did you find these? She goes, oh, they're on the windowsill. There's no way I would have left, you know, a paintbrush and a screwdriver on a windowsill, especially when it's on my cart, you know. But right, right. 
evidently I had somebody taking them from my car. And I think, I think that damn Gertie robbed you. Gertrude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'd come over and paint the room at least, you know, do <laughs> yeah. some work on the other side, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, that was that was probably my uh, that's my closest experience with it, with a, you know, paranormal, I would right, call. But, right, right. But, uh, you know, and I... I'm not going to blame her one way or the other, but, right. you know, I see her with the purse and she's walking across the hall, you know. That's wild, man. <laughs> That's wild. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't so, even need the third story. So, so you know what? So you know what? Oh, On the Bullhucker, we have certain fights. We fight every fucking episode, okay? Oh, no, no. It's rock, paper, scissors, the first one. And the second one is the ghosts aren't real, but he believes in fucking yetis and Bigfoot. Hey, <sighs> you see the new footage of Bigfoot over by Durango? Really? Really? I saw it. You're not going to tell me they didn't have a dude just sitting out there. They're like, that's a great marketing we're gonna thing, huh? Look at that guy. How did he get there? Yeah. How yeah. did we have a camera? Yeah. Right? I can understand that footage being available in like 20 years when this new generation, because they, right. they film everything. Our generation doesn't like, I'm here just filming a rock, and it's a beautiful, what is that right it's there? You know? yeah. What are you filming the rock for, exactly. man? Get the fuck in the out right, of here. And he walks like a human. He's like strutting. Yeah, yeah. Puts his hand up like you can't see his face. Come on, bro. Here's my watch. <laughs> That's just my CU joke right now, sir. <laughs> Have you seen my watch? Until you go to UCLA, they get stolen. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you showed it off. <laughs> <laughs> rawr, rawr. You guys know which way Durango is. <laughs> right. You boys. Hey, at least the shit in that video is real. Yeah. He's seeing shit over here walking the hey, halls. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a real deal. I love it. Uh, you should came back on. We did another Halloween episode. It just came out a couple weeks ago. So, nice. Yeah. It was a fun, fun time. Fun times. Well, I wouldn't even ask what you think about that, hater. So, <laughs> Hater. Hater. Exactly. I love those kind of stories, man. You know what? I do believe in that stuff, but I believe that uh, retirement homes have got to be just in a, just oh. packed chock full, man. Dude, it's uh, – and I've only been there basically – this is – I'm coming up on three years. Um, but, uh, you know, she would she would tell me stories, and, and, and especially her, like, she's her, she's like 90% Native American. And so especially when she comes home, like, she feels it. She feels the energy around her and that right. sort of thing. But she was there one night. Wait, your wife? My wife. Yes. Oh, I sorry, thought, I sorry, thought, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes. No, sorry, not Gertrude. No, no, my she wife. She hits her right home in the Alfa Romero. <laughs> but so for me, like, I don't do Snapchat. I don't do any of that stuff, so I don't really understand how it is. But yeah. she gets home that one night, and she's like, she's you know, she's Snapchatting her friend, whatever. And, and uh, she a couple times she took this picture. There's two faces in the picture, you know. Yeah. And uh, she's like. Take a look at this, and so she comes over. She has me sit in, and sure enough, it, it pulls me. And the other face is still there, whatever. So we sage the house, the whole nine did that thing, yeah. sort of thing. But she can feel them around the house. But I mean, she's she's also a nurse, so she's there when those moments happen. Right. Like I'm not usually there, you know. I I, I, I give her the I, I tell her that she's like the the infantry that goes in and fucks everything up, and then I'm the I'm Halliburton that comes in and mops everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get the un, 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 uh, what do they call it uncontested uh, contract to mop everything that's up right. and fix that's it. What, that's what it is. <laughs> Do you think your wife's sensitive to that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know she's not interested in the podcast, but you're going to bring her into the space in one of these days because I've had multiple people tell me there's something down here, man. A little boy walking around. Uh, the craziest part was Jeanette's first one to say it. Then Megan and Madeline both felt it. Silver, uh, Silver Vincent Zetti. Vincent Zetti. Sorry, Silver. Uh, she's really big into this stuff. She just did the podcast before the Halloween episode. And she, she was sitting, obviously, where you're sitting. And she's like, there's something down here. And I go, what do you think is down here? She's like, I don't know. No, then we were sitting there bullshit, and she's like, uh, she's like, uh, it's a little little boys down here, and she described just what Jeanette had saw, and that, they wow. didn't, they hadn't even met, but yeah, and I was just like, huh. but okay. he, but he's nice, so when you leave, make sure you just tell him you can't come with me, you got to stay right. here, so <laughs> go home with Vokey's non-believing ass, so <laughs> exactly, <laughs> hit your ride there. <laughs> I'll make you wash the damn dishes, <laughs> get some work out of it, get man, get some work out of it, yeah, yeah. undocumented. I'm not against child labor in my house. <laughs> That's well, by kids. now he's probably not child, you know. He just, you know, yeah, yeah. he identifies as seven, but he's really eight hundred. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like who knows? Hope he doesn't want your nasty ass in the shower. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> At this I point, the game. Wash my take a look. Yeah. <laughs> if I could tell the phone, I turn your ass in, you nasty bastard. Can you get that spot? I can never reach. I don't even know what's there right now. <laughs> 
cut to the far camera. Sees a, a sponge just going up and down Adam's back. He's like a dog. Oh. I believe. I believe. I'll, I'll take it. If that's the case, I'll take it. I will believe. Because at least a Bigfoot goes in there. He's going to stink like shit when you get him wet. Just, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. So. Yep. All right. And you have to use conditioner after that. Like that's a thing. <laughs> you have to man. soften him up, make him look like uh, Suzanne Summers when he comes out. <laughs> like, what do you mean, dead? That's well, too soon. Oh, too soon. Shit. That's too soon. I'm sorry. That's too soon. Too soon. Shame on me. My bad. Have you seen the one about Matthew Perry? I'm sorry. I shouldn't even say this. But I said they said when they carry his, when they carry the the casket, are they going to have to say pivot? Pivot, pivot, pivot. Matthew Perry died. Yeah, last oh, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh. He he drowned in his hot tub. Natural causes. I'll be damned. Yeah, lots of people drown in their hot tub. I guess. So, so, <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's was, not judge. Yeah, hey, the story's not done yeah. with us yet, so no, no judge. You know, right? But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to break he that news to you. Oh. 57, 54. Yeah, he's in his 50s. You know, I, uh, I, I've been seeing him all over the news. I thought he'd, something just happened to him. I thought it was some kind of... <laughs> yeah, something did happen Well, I mean, some like, big. some <laughs> drug scene or something, because he's been notorious for years. So, Well, they, they initially said natural causes. Now they've re- they've taken that back and said pending. So. <laughs> pivot. P- you know what he's talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the couch, couch. The couch. <laughs> pivot. Pivot. Hey, maybe he's just on a break. Yeah, yeah he yeah. might be. Yeah. He might be. He can, he can come back. <laughs> no, that's Ross. That's well, Ross tools. was the one screaming pivot. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He didn't steal so. his tools. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Is that you, OG, going to make fun of him a little bit? Could he be any more? No, it's not what you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I got HBO Max because I'm a huge Friends fan. I I, I just love the show, but uh, to watch a reunion, you uh, know. But he's he looked rough. Uh, yeah, he did. The rest mm-hmm. of them looked okay. Like they they. What's that one girl? The Monica uh, looked a little tough too. You know, Mon- Yeah, the dark hair is that yeah, Monica. Yeah, yeah. 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 She Courtney, looked Courtney like Cox. maybe too much Botox. Yeah, on that deal. <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. She gets hotter the older she gets. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure when she's 80, she's still going to oh, be a smoke show. You know guaranteed. What I mean? Oh. She has aged well, man. She has done, you know. Joey Tribbiani, the other uh, Matt LeBlanc dude, he's been, he looks close to a bit, uh, to, uh, to a bakery, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. God bless him. God bless him, you know. At least he's still, hey, I mean, hey. he got big. I'm with you. I'm he's with like, you. Say, <laughs> her soul makes a hell of a pastry by his house. That's all guaranteed. I'm going to say. Yeah. That's three fat guys at a podcast <laughs> laughing. <laughs> that's because we're punching up. It's that, okay. That's how, we know how it works. <laughs> All right. Two great stories oh, down. Of course, God. you don't disappoint, Josh. You never do. So, Olympia and Missing Tools. Uh, last one. Stand by me. Stand by me. Uh, this was probably not one of my proudest moments in life. Um, I would say it had to be around my fifth grade uh, year. Uh, down in Burlington, Kit Carson County Fair. Uh I used to go down and work for my aunt and uncle at their ranch during the summers and then uh, uh, come back, you know, earn a little bit of money, whatever, just, you know, do do that sort of thing. Well, they have County Events Day, which is essentially, uh, it's like middle of the week, whatever, and they just do events for everybody. You know, they do the wild horse uh, race, the wild cow milking, the uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Well... Uh, we we did all the events, you know. As kids, we do whatever we could to get involved, you know. Sure. So it's one day you feel like a cowboy, you know. You're just like, right. you know, really strutting your stuff, you know. And uh, so the Catholic booth and the and the Christian booth outside, they all serve food, you know. They have different things. Well, my my that family's all Catholic, so we were in there eating. We go, we you know, finish a big meal, go out, had some, I don't even know, uh, cotton candy, bunch of junk food, whatever. Right. Well, I have this thing about me that I can do roller coasters. I could jump out of a plane. I can do all that. No problem. You put me on something that does this in a circle, I'm done. Like, I'm sick as a dog. Uh, Burlington's known for their, their carousel. Like, right. it's the biggest thing, you know. On the, right. you, you still, still today, you pay a quarter. You ride this little carousel. I, if I look at that thing from the outside, I get sick. Much less get on. Oh, yeah. Just just horrible. Well, at this point in the game, you know, like I said, we're, we feel like we're big cowboys. We've done all this. We ate big supper whatever. We got some chew, and so each week, me and my cousins, you know, we throw these pat these uh, pouches in, and oh, yeah. my buddy's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get on the the swings," and so it's basically the swings. So it's just this thing that it's like three swings in a row. And there's like thirty of them, you know, and they mm-hmm. they just take you up and you swing around. They like bring the it Dave down. Matthews Band, uh, the the cover for the Dave Matthews Dave Matthews Band. 
No. Oh, no, well, listen to Dave Matthews <laughs> bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> you know I don't know. I, a, I probably know the song. I mean, it's a ty- but, pretty typical yeah. old carnival ride. You, yeah. you know, you used to see it yeah. a bunch. But and the faster it goes, the, the, they oh, like yeah. start the to, wider the, you go out. You know, yeah. The centrifugal force. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 I mean, there's really like three of you in a row, you know, so the whole deal. So we're on there. I'm on the outside. And uh, we're going around, and, and everything's okay for a few minutes, you know. Well, I look down in the, the carny. He's talking to this girl, right? He's done forgot about us. And so now we're just, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at my, my cousin. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing good. He's like, don't look, don't look. Just shut your eyes. I'm like, so I'm trying to shut my eyes. I'm like, I'm not doing good. And, and so then I'm telling him, it's, I can't, I can't. I'm not going to make it. And so we're yelling, stop, stop, stop. And every time we come around, exactly, that's it. Yep, yep. 100%. Okay. Yep. Oh, oh, sorry. Show them, show them. Yeah, I don't listen to Dave Matthews, so I can't tell you. But yeah, you know, that's you the should. one. Don't be, don't be hating, <laughs> dickhead. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, but, uh, he's forgotten about you. But we're yelling, stop, stop, stop! And he's, you know, he's just watching the girl, not paying attention to me at all, and. I can't hold anymore. You know, I'm trying my best. And like, I, at a moment, I tried to pull my shirt up and just let it go in the shirt, but it's just it's not working. Mm. And so I'm just puking, and it's now going everywhere. Oh, no. All oh, the way around. You turned dude. into a sprinkler. Well, now we yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now we're stopping. You know, now he's like, oh, oh, God. You know, and so he shuts the thing down, and everybody's like yelling. I can hear people like, oh, oh. And I started this chain reaction of people like, oh, uh, you know, uh. I can just hear him on the side people behind me doing it i'd be one of them oh i'd be one of them i i would be one of them i was you know and i'm sitting there i'm just mortified i don't even know what to do so as soon as we stopped i didn't i didn't even ask questions like i came with my other family my aunt and uncle you know they're like they're parked out back with their horse trailers and stuff my mom lived a block away (laughs) so i'm like this i jumped the fence i got out i just ran straight to the house i ran right in the front door i am covered in puke head i mean just everywhere what happened to you i'm like oh i told the story you know you can't do that <laughs> no sympathy at all you know you can't do that that you can't ride those rides that's not gonna work i was Mom. just confirming <laughs> yeah, i thought i'd give it a go you know i thought on a full belly you know give it a shot i thought it was cured oh. mom i thought it was cured god it was horrible it was horrible but uh yeah there it is that's my <laughs> and everybody you know i joke around in vegas there's that <clears throat> kind of like that have you been to the stratosphere in vegas the rides up on the very top you know what i'm talking about adam yeah, no, I, yeah I know what you're talking about. there's one where you're facing each other like that josh and the arm goes out over the building and then it starts spinning around so you go up so you're basically staring down at the strip right oh and aaron goff was like we should try i'm like they will rain vomit and piss on anybody (laughs) (laughs) that's below me you know what i'm saying i'm not i ain't kidding you can call me a woman all you like i ain't doing that right so i uh yeah we were at the state fair also back in 90s i was living in pueblo my one of my best friends mac deal he's still there too so him and I go to the state fair, check it out one day. We go to the Gravitron. You know what I'm talking oh, about, the Gravitron? Oh, yeah. yeah. So and oh, where kids yeah. go upside down and shit, and Mac and I are just enjoying it. Like, yeah. this kid, just like you did, uh, he vomits. But, man, it just <laughs> caught Mac in the face, dude. And then I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> dude. And this kid, I don't know, he, no one was watching. It's Pueblo, so of course nobody's watching him. It's Pueblo, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was it was horrible. It was nasty, dude. So, And it, and this thing's moving at the speed of light. So, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So the minute he puked, everybody had it on him. Like, it, no one knew where it came from at first, you know? Like, <laughs> it was, yeah. The lights flash, you're trying to find out who the uh, origin is. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's uh, one kid with nothing on him. It was you. It was you <laughs> exactly. Which one of you pastors had the corn dog? Oh, so, how'd you like to be the guy who's got to clean that out? Oh, I stabbed that kid oh. hard, man. I, you know, they're all roadies, not roadies. Uh, Carnies. Carnies, thank you. Uh, they have a stereotype for drinking and all that and drugs. And you know what? I worked the state fair security and parking for a couple of years, and I got to tell you that stereotype pretty damn true. It's right. not. We'd have to sit there on the uh, and catch him coming in and tell him you can't bring that handle of vodka in here, you know. And like, oh, really? That's not news, man. You know, come on, bro. You, you know you this. Know you know, that. you're gonna be there's there's kids that are gonna ride the roller coaster that you're in charge of. You can't be shit faced when you do it. This isn't this isn't Wyoming, you know. Come on, get out of here. So this <laughs> like, is breakfast. I don't know what your problem oh, is. Like, it's just water. <laughs> they go across the street to the Alibi in Pueblo. It's on the other side of Prairie, right across from the State Fair. The alibi did all their business during the state fair time, you know, because it's it, 
the yellow bife is still open is a shit hole in Pueblo. It is it is is bad, bad. And they'd get hammered and they'd come by. You'd, they'd sleep on the, the lawn out in the state fairgrounds. I don't know. They had the lawns all around it, you mm-hmm. know. We catch them all over the place, man. That's why I don't ride any rides at the state fair anymore. If I had a child, I'd be like, no, we'll take you to Eloch's where the kids are probably just high, but, you know, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> when, I was, when I was a kid, I'd take animals up. I was in 4-H. We'd go oh, up there yeah? to show animals. And, like, the like I'd show pigs like one day and then like have like a day off and like the next day be sheep or whatever. And that downtime between like like livestock shows or between the shows and the the auction or whatever, <clears throat> me and a couple of my buddies, we were like just chomping at the bit for that day because we got our wristband as soon as that ticket booth opened and we were in that carnival all day long. Yeah. Until like that night, our parents would be like, just be back at nine o'clock. And I mean, 12 hours of just riding. You're right. lucky you came back at all. I'm telling you firsthand. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Didn't end up part of the carnival. <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we were on that Gravitron. We'd get on, me and my buddy Barrett. We'd get on and we'd ride it and then it'd shut off. We'd get out, we'd run around, go right back in it. Because we were the only two in line. Oh, yeah. So we were God. like, then we got to, you know, turning like sideways or trying to get up, like rotate ourselves so we're upside down. And we both were upside down and that dude... He must have been sick of us because he must have hit the e-brake because that thing just stopped. And <laughs> just straight on our head. You hear this. You hear. <laughs> He's sitting there in the middle just laughing his ass off. Barrett and I look at each other. We start laughing. And we stand up. We go out, run around, go right back in. He's like, these fucking kids are back. Dude, I guarantee it. You weren't special. That asshole did that to anybody he could. Yeah. I guarantee that's how he entertained himself every day. Yep. He saw you and Baron and said, these look like some sturdy boys. That'd be okay. <laughs> they look like they played a little football. They probably have head injuries. It's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll God. never forget that. Man. Uh, I think he do it. Dead ass stuff. Oh, they don't care. Yeah, he about saw it. you on the camera for sure. He's like, "Oh yeah, wait for this." He branded an audience outside. Yeah, watch this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was like sitting in the middle, like in this oh. DJ booth looking thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's spun right. around him. Still, bud. Still, if he if, if cell phones were prevalent back then, if they if everybody had one of these, that guy would be on TikTok right now, kicking right. ass, dude. <laughs> Just kicking ass, dude. Well, there is a guy. He's on. He's like come up on my reels a couple times, but he's a he runs one of those deals that drop you. Yeah, and oh, uh, and know. he and he's notorious for it. Like, so he'll get up there and he'll go over to the desk and he's getting ready. He's like, oh wait, hold on, I didn't get you latched. And he turns back around and then it drops. Oh yeah, yeah. and he just looks at the camera, got you. And he does <laughs> and he does that all day. And their faces, I mean, it's crazy, dude. They, dude. Oh my. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they have cameras on those, like the slingshot where they pull, they pull right. you all the way down. Mm-hmm. When they, they, you see videos of the, where they're, they're taping people. They're, they're recording their reaction. Dude, I laugh like an idiot. This, my favorite part is when the dude straight up just passes out. And I was just going to say that, dude, yep. that one guy was like, ah. And his buddy's yelling at him. He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> the guy's over there. His hands all whipping around like a bobblehead. <laughs> just Doesn't he wake up and like scream for a second, then go back out again? (laughs) (laughs) And it's always the girl who stays conscious. She's always the one his date that he's trying to impress. She's the one screaming and laughing, and he's just (laughs) (laughs) like a fainting goat, dude. I'm just, I'm done. (laughs) Danger. Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) Bill out. <laughs> Good luck getting some tonight, Bill, because yeah. you just showed her who the bitch in that relationship is. Exactly. <laughs> oh, if I, was, if I was her, I'd be like, I need a copy of that. Just next time we get into a fight. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, next time you piss me off, remember, I know what you don't like heights, you know? Exactly. <laughs> or one oh. way or the other, up or down, yeah. you're out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's some, that's some crazy shit. You look back now, and those those rides too, man. They it can't be safe because they take them apart and put them back together. How many times a year, man? Those oh, things have yeah. got to be. And if you tell me somebody actually, there's a safety. There's a uh, if you're listening to this and not watching, I'm air quoting right now, saying a safety person that checks that. <laughs> I know there's safety guys in the world that are great at their job. I'm saying the guys from Carnival Rides are like uh, my kids are too old to ride these, so you know. Hey, look, this bolt. We don't even have to thread it anymore. It just drops right in the <laughs> it hole. It's fine. It's like a cotter pin. It's you, okay. You three start chewing some bubble gum right now. We only get through four or five packs. Safety first. That's 100. percent Carnival rides like and Elitch is probably not much better. At least yeah. it's stationary, and yeah. you probably do have some sort of 
OSHA inspection that actually yeah. happens. Yeah. Those, I've never seen OSHA around a carnival anywhere near it. Well, like, you want to know why? Because Eelches is going to pack up and leave tomorrow. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. You're going to fight Eelches <laughs> in Oklahoma next week. That's why. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. That's, that's some scary shit, man. I, I haven't rode... I'm my size, man. So I, carnival rides haven't been a thing for me in years, you right. know, just because they don't, they don't make them for guys our size. Right. They just don't, you know. I, I always say that if I ever win, like, this one or two billion dollar jackpot and whatever lottery thing, I'm going to build a big and tall amusement park. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and we're going to have the thing that says you have to be at least this tall. It's going to be, like, at six foot. You have to be at least six foot tall to ride this ride. <laughs> if you can't, if you're not confused for an NFL player, yeah, right. And you know who's going to hire to run the garbage on this guy right this here? Guy. <laughs> oh my god! You have to step on a scale if you're not going like two twenty five. Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. here! <laughs> those are rookie numbers. You okay. got to beef those up. The little lap bar only clicks one time. That's all we need. Click. That's, it's there. If you ain't two eighty, you ain't ready. That's, that's right there, buddy. You know. I actually got stuck in a roller coaster in California. That's kind of Paramount's Great America. It was my senior year. I was up here with my family. And so we go to this thing and we get in there and, you know, the whole lap bar, you know, you have to pull it back till it clicks. Well, then we go through it. I'm with my, I'm sitting next to my dad and we come back around and the guy goes, have, pull the bar down till it clicks again, then it'll release. Well, I didn't have another click in mind. Oh no. And so they couldn't get that thing pushed back. So my dad gets out. And the guy's over there, the operator comes over, and he's, like, pushing on it. And I'm, like, trying to, like, suck my stomach in and scoot back and up, and, and it just wouldn't go. So <laughs> the other person loads this entire roller coaster, and then they send it again Hell with yeah. me still in it. Hell, yeah. So then they come back, same thing. Now there's two guys there to push on this lap bar. They couldn't get it undone. They send it again. And so the Three third time, it, day, looked, man. it looked like a fucking NASCAR pit crew. That thing comes in, and there's probably six people. There's a guy with a wrench that's, like, working on some emergency release thing. A guy pound, stepping on a lat, a lever. Two or three guys pushing on the road. They finally got it to release, and they, like, didn't put anybody in that car. Just Once let it I go. got out, I don't know if they, like, broke something just to get me out, but <laughs> I rode that thing, like, three or four times in a row, man. <laughs> there's the cheat code right there. Like, here's how you stay on the roller coaster all damn day. <laughs> They call that roller coaster the Adam. He just That's pulls it. us up like he's like he's their chauffeur driver. Like, like a Walmart, they have a code Adam for missing kid. In a carnival, they have a code Adam for some fat ass that's trying to roller be in the roller coaster. You'll never miss him because he's in the same place every day now. Yeah. He's still in the roller coaster. We're bringing him cheeseburgers. I don't know. He just wants to ride the roller coaster. That's right. Oh, that's. Uh, not good. I uh, water parks were my jam towards the end, man. Because you can be as fat as you want as a, in a water park. It's fine. Okay. So last time I was at tell me you got stuck in a tube at a water park, Adam. Tell I, me that. Actually, I, oh, I did. No. No, oh, did. No. Oh no! <laughs> there wasn't enough water to keep my. It was at the Watiki Water Park in Rapid City, South Dakota, shit. about six years ago. Oh, I was there with my girls, so I on this fucking tube, and it shoots you down. It's like a big funnel, the one that you like go around and around and around, and then down the second half. Like a toilet. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going in there, and like just get down, and like it's like... I'm like, son of a bitch. So I'm like in there trying to move around. So yeah, there wasn't enough water. The friction was greater than the water. Were they sending people behind you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Oh, shit. Thump. When you're Thump. A, when you're well, every time they would, someone would hit me, I'd move about six or eight inches. So they finally broke me loose. Jesus. When you're a fat bastard, you're going down the tubes. They're like, you have to go head first. And you're like, why? In case you get stuck, you don't drown. The water doesn't build up around your head. Right. You don't drown because you become like a Jesus. plug. <laughs> what I, was, I wasn't even going to tell that story. Oh what I was going to say is the last time I was at the Elitch's Water Park with my buddy Barrett and his kids and his What's up, Barrett? wife. Um, there's like this one you can go like in groups of three or you can go single. Yeah. Well, like the weight limit for the single thing was like 285, but the weight limit for three people's like 950. Right. <laughs> and they asked me, they're like, how much do you weigh? I'm like 315. And they go, you can't go on this. I'm like, but mm-hmm. what, if, what if I just grow as a group of three by myself? <laughs> right. <laughs> but they wouldn't let me on it because I was over the weight limit, but... Fucking 900 pounds of people can go. Jeez. <laughs> but 315 can't. 
the last guy plugged it up. He's still in there. If you yeah. see him, yeah. send him down. This is my. You should see his ass. From <laughs> just tap it as you go by. It's like Splash Mountain. Just my buddy's oldest son, Braden, is the one that even brought the whole thing up. He was like looking at it. And we're walking past the dude, and he goes, Uncle Adam, you weigh more than 285. I was like, shut up. <laughs> we're a party of three. <laughs> Adam, party of three. It's just me. I mean, like in that Weird Al song, Fat. <laughs> but proud of by myself. Yeah. Right? That's hilarious. Hell dude. yeah. Yeah, I haven't been. Uh... After I got over three hundred pounds, I'm like, yeah, that's not my. That's not, not going to happen. Even if I lose a lot of weight, I'm still a big dude, no matter how you cut it. You know what I mean? I'll always be a big guy. So, I uh, I don't like roller coasters, man. So I talked to the wife about, uh, you know, she was in the military and jumped a bunch. You know, she's jumped hundreds of times, and she doesn't want to jump anymore. You know, so I was like, you know, we talked about skydiving, and then I got to thinking about the logistics of that going. Yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> no thanks, they don't make a shoot big enough for no. me and a guy to go with no. me. So no. <laughs> yeah, physics question. Be like four shoots. <laughs> Are they in tandem? No, it's just one big fat fucker up there. Uh, so. Uh, so when I shit my pants, do I actually weigh more? I know it was in me but to begin with, but it seems like I was still weigh more. I don't I know that doesn't make sense, like physics wise, but <laughs> I would, there's no way, bud. There is absolutely no fucking way, dude. No, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Explain me, please. Little, yeah. Little course, course banquet say, for you. The way that you and I came down those stairs bitching about our knees, there was no, there's no way we could take the impact. Not the skydiving. Yeah, the, the sudden stop at the bottom would suck. That whole thing up here would be great. <laughs> Wham! You have no more knees. <laughs> do you? Uh, do you like? Do you? Bill Barr? Bill Barr? Not Bill Barr. Uh, Bill Burr has that episode where he's talking about the, the helicopter rides. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, <laughs> no. I know he flies a helicopter. Well, yeah. he's talking about a, 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 his best bit of all time, in my opinion. Uh, I'll have to find a link to it. He's talking about this this family who has helicopter tours in California. And the, the dad's going to retire, and he hands it down to his son. He's like, it's the American dream. I'm gonna ha- I built this business up, son. Now it's, you, you're going to have it, you know? And he says on, like, the second day, he takes this guy up, and the guy jumps out, right? But he oh. describes, like, the guy had, like, cancer he was like no. and he was like you know what i pick i pick when i go right so he's like oh, if you look over by orange county the guys in the tour and he's like uh put, 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 put your seatbelt on sir like wait what are you doing sir and the way bill Barr <laughs> acts it out the shit but the funny part is when the guy jumps because he's over the ocean the guy jumps oh. he's like, it's great but then the guy lives Oh, <laughs> so oh guy, no! The guy has like this horrible <laughs> cancer, but when he hits the water and he lives, he's like, ah, "This is worse. <laughs> this is so much worse." <laughs> I uh, told, I should cut that. I, was, I totally slaughtered it. I have to. Oh my god! I that, have to listen to no, that. No, the clip is it's it's my, and I love Bill Burr. Oh, I yeah. think he's the king right now of comedy, dude. I, I think he's amazing. But, um, dude, that that's his best clip, dude. I, you'll laugh your ass off at him. Have you watched his new movie on Netflix? Yeah, uh, Bad old, Dads. Old Dads. Old Dads, yeah. yeah. It was okay. I thought, I thought it was okay, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I like him. I Yeah. There's some guys that are great stand-ups. They're okay actors, but they're amazing stand-ups. He's one of them, dude. So, yeah, Like when he's driving, he's all bitching about like the drivers. I'm like, that is so me. I sound just like that. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, he has anger issues. You can tell he's just an angry oh, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. You know? Guaranteed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Man, I love it. What did you think about that story, Vogue? That, that was a good one. That brought back some good memories, too. Right. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. All right. Well, we're going to start moving along here. We're, the problem with bringing an old friend on is we all start bullshitting like we do with Gary, and next thing you know, this thing's a three-hour podcast. We're, we're starting to Joe Rogan this shit, so... <laughs> It's going to be a three-part. Aliens, yeah. man. Aliens. One story per, <laughs> yeah, yeah. per episode. Yeah, we, we're not trying to pump any kind of uh, mind pills or anything. With, uh, Coors Banquet beer helps a lot, you know. As John Wayne said, it, uh, alcohol didn't solve any problems, but neither does milk. So <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, so, yeah. All right. All right. Three great stories. So, Josh, when we pick, as you well know, I think I know the answer to this one, uh, we do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. As you can see on our wall, we have three pumpers and four pumpers. Mm-hmm. You were the first ones. Josh, what are you? Three. I knew you were. Yep. I, I remember that. So <laughs> we're calling it a comeback. <laughs> My wife would probably say two, but <laughs> <laughs> one and a half, two at best. <laughs> Talk to one of your ghost <laughs> friends. Right. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I'm catching on to him. I, he beat me bad there. I, <laughs> I'm getting in his brain. You were seen get him to the Greek. Uh-uh. God, yes. He, 
I'm mind fucking you. I'm mind fucking you right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's Puff Daddy, dude. He's actually good enough. All right. We've got three great stories. Olympia, Stand By Me, and Missing Tools. I'm going to say, uh, I think Stand By Me, you did a really good job. I, I, usually, lately, for the past 20-something episodes, I've had a clear-cut decision made before we've done this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I haven't had one where I, I really don't know. And, Josh, i got to tell you the first time in a while, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm torn between a couple of them. I'm going to say Stand By Me. Uh, that's a true story about you yakking. I think that's kind of a, <laughs> you know. Um, the, Olympia, the Olympia and the Missing Tools I'm really struggling with. I I think I'm going to go ahead and say, God, I'm going to say Missing – I'm I'm gonna say Olympia is a true story, although I, I don't think they cracked the windshield. That that's the one thing I, I'm, I'm aiming towards. But I'm gonna I'm gonna call that Olympia a true story. Missing tools. I'm gonna pick as the bullhucker. Uh, as much as I want that one to be true, I very much want to be true. I, I'm saying I believe if it is true, I believe it. That could happen. I believe in that kind of stuff. But for some, my guts tell me to pick missing tools. What do you think, Adam? Okay. Well, as you guys probably were assuming, I was gonna go with missing tools, but actually. What I, I'm going to go with um, Olympia. Blasphemy. And the, and the reason why Moose said he didn't think that it would crack the windshield, I know for a fact that it probably would have gone through the windshield because there was one time me and my buddies were headed down I-70 going from Goodland to Colby and a pheasant flew in front of us and then went straight through his windshield of his Jeep and hit me square in the chest. So I know shit will go through a windshield. Mm-hmm. But I don't think – the reason why I'm saying that is because like, I think – you said there was two guys in the car for that was wanted for murder. I don't think there was two guys in there for murder. I think maybe one, but having two in the same car, I, I think the odds are a little bit higher. So that's know. what I'm going with. You, you hang out with people you share stuff with. Well, and yeah, share common, you know? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say uh, that's why you know there uh, might have been one murderer in there and, a, you know and then another guy with the DUI. But that actually makes a lot of sense. Two, two murderers in the same car. And then hanging out with a buddy that has a DUI, I don't. That's a whole lot of, lot of, whole lot of illegal. That's a whole lot of illegal <laughs> in one little car. So that's what I'm going with Olympia. All right. Before we flip that over to you, I do want to say uh, thank you to the Bull uh, Brush Emporium for giving us a place to have a podcast studio. Definitely, it's, it's, this it's, is awesome. It's kind of cool. It's your first time down here. Yeah, you, this is way cool. Finally got a sign in the wall and put all the episodes you've been on up there. Those aren't even all the episodes you've been into because you did a Halloween special and you've actually co-hosted a few times. So. Um, Thank you, Brush Emporium. If you haven't been to the Brush Emporium, please come down and check this place out. they got a lot of vendors upstairs, a lot of great gift ideas. The holidays are right around the corner, man. So come check out the stuff they have. Very unique gifts. A lot of them are handmade. Yep. A lot of them are you know, just uh, hobbies for people, but they're, they're cool, cool stuff up there. And come for the food, man. For the food. Yeah, those have, wings were yeah, amazing. Yeah. You got the garlic pepper. I, I told garlic you. garlic pepper and I got lemon pepper, and they were both pretty good. Yeah, so. lemon's okay, but garlic pepper is yeah, way better. The lemon ones are, there's lemon. You can definitely tell there's lemon, but they're really good. So. Have you eaten here yet, Josh? I'm about to. Oh, you are you? <laughs> it smelled good when I walked oh, in. Oh, yeah, so. man. The wings, the pizza's great. The uh, They got all kinds of stuff. Frozen yogurt. They have ice cream. They have breadsticks. Yeah, um, yeah. What, funnel cakes. Funnel cakes, yeah. Um, and they even have some pasta. pastas up there. Yeah, yeah, they have a, cl- a bunch of one cool of the, stuff. One of the old guys sitting up there ordered like the Alfredo pasta. That yeah. looks pretty good too. Yeah, they do so. a good job, and it's kind of cool upstairs. They have a, a lot of seating, obviously, yeah, and yeah. they have a bunch of board games to the side or a chess table. Oh, you can come down, and bring the that. family, and just kind of hang out for a family night, have some pizza. A great, uh, great family place down Hell here at the yeah. Brush Emporium, and it's owned by some amazing people that want the best for this town. You know what I mean? That yeah. have uh, really done it because they give a shit. You know, so. That's awesome. And thank you for rushing for him. Please, and when you don't support small town business, it goes away. You know, it's mm-hmm. no longer here. So make sure you come down and check it. 210 Clayton Street here. So having said that, Adam, we, we've made our decisions. I'm going to go well, with. before we go there, oh, if you're watching and you like what you're seeing, you can uh, go ahead and push that little subscribe button down there in the corner. It's a small click for you, but a big click for us. It's a big click for us. A little red dot in the uh, corner right hand. Right-hand corner. I'll get it out sooner or later. That's all, folks. And also, man, if you're just listening to this, man, make sure you follow us. Uh, leave a comment and tell your friends if you enjoy this podcast. You know, make sure you uh, share it if you see it. Uh, help us out. You know what I mean? Uh, Adam will high-five you in public. How long has that been? It's been a while. I'll even give you a hug if I remember. Uh, Tish, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm going to guarantee on the high-five. Tish. She is going to stab me. I don't know who she is. I didn't know why she was staring at me in the pasta aisle. I owe her a hug. I mess up her name. 
She's I am a, so sorry. She's one of the nicest, <laughs> kindest people you meet. This she is. bastard she is, right here. She is I, so I, nice. I, you know, I just don't. And I, I don't always get it. mess it all up. Yeah. So. But she's dating a Chiefs fan now, so he's a good. He's a good dude, but he's a Chiefs fan. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> anyway, all right. There must be some bad blood there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Tim McGraw, and my joke wouldn't make sense at all. So, all right, you're gonna take uh, Olympia. I'm taking, I'm taking missing tools. It's probably stand by me, Josh. Let's see your board, man. Missing tools. Let's, I should have uh, went with. Yeah, I'm thought. shocked. This is the second time you have I picked know. a supernatural one. Yeah, I'll go against the supernatural. My misbelief of supernatural. Is it borrowed, bitten. made up, partly made up? So, so I saw her. 100 percent saw her. Okay. Uh, you know, my wife has always has always told me about you know what she sees in the buildings and things like that. Right. And, and and you know, I've seen pictures. She's actually had a picture of a of a. Um, I think I even told this on the Halloween story or whatever, but um, she had a resident in Greeley, Mm -hmm. um, and her son had passed away before her. She was actually in the memory care unit. She was getting ready to pass away. Her son had passed away uh, before her, and so she's she's the night she's ready to go. Uh, The hospice nurse is up there the whole nine. Uh, she called her husband and said, hey, you know, can you bring me some food? He brings her the food, and, and he's waiting outside. He, he texts her and says, hey, I'm here. Who's in the room with you? And she's like, just me and her, you know. And he says, there's a boy in there, you know. And he took a picture with his cell phone, and my wife still has it on her phone. But you can almost read the number on it. It looks like he's wearing a football jersey. And you can almost read the number on the jersey. And he played football for Wiggins or whatever, you know. And, and uh so it's kind of a big deal, you know, obviously right. that side, you know, and I still to this day raises the hair on my neck, but I really hadn't had any experiences inside the building up until that point um, right. in any of the buildings I've worked. Um, but this particular day, it was Halloween last year, uh, Halloween day. <laughs> and I'm literally, wow. I mean, so that unit, it's kind of a, there's a hallway that goes down, it goes around and then comes back up the other side and there's rooms <clears throat> along the whole outside. There's activity room in the middle. And I was actually working on the room next to where her room used to be. And I, you know, she was one of my you know, people I always said hi to when I was in there just because she was that type of a person that she right. she really tried to not, tried to feel that where she wasn't in the situation she was in. And so, you know, she was kind of, I don't want to say a favorite, but she was one that I always said hi to. Sure. And uh, Halloween day last year, I'm walking down the hall. I just crossed in and I looked up and she walked right in front of me. That's crazy. Right across to the to the room there. And I thought... Okay. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, you as long as you treat everybody fairly, it's okay to have favorites. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No. People, you know, it's, it's it, you know, and, and you know, for for me, like I, I can't say you know, everybody in there has something, you know, I have an attachment to pretty much sure. everybody in there, you know, and that's I think that's part of uh you know, and that unit just happens to be a little bit worse. We see a lot of, you know, families that that just you know don't ever you know they they just hover we call them you know like they just they just they just want everything you know they want to try to make sure their family has everything and then you have some that just basically drop them off and leave yeah and they never come back and you know they they pay the bill every month they do their thing but they just for them i think they've already in their head they felt like they're just gone you know and that's uh shame on you if you do that right shame on you and uh so you know i see both sides of it but she was one that you know she had good family she had the whole Mm -hmm. nine and and like i said she's just one of those people that you know she if you looked at her and you would you just never know as soon as you talk to her you'd realize right you know it was a bad deal but uh you know she walked right in front of me and i mean it was the 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 purse the she was wearing br- uh, brown pants a blue right. shirt and holding her purse and i'm i text my wife i was like so uh gertrude <laughs> walked right by me <laughs> she's like uh okay and so she pulls me up in the office and and you know that night we had a we had a little talk and everything but you know it's a business we're in honestly it's what we do and and it's right most people this is this is their last stop you know i want to i want to say if memory serves correctly you had talked and i think it was that halloween episode about you said you staged your house and that's something you do on the regular because oh, yeah. things follow you home oh yeah. yeah yeah and started with her you know and i and for me i just you know i i, I believe it i i think there's something there that you know that we don't quite understand sure. and, you know and i don't know that anybody really knows where we're you know where that side goes but I've I've felt it in our house, you know, like yeah. we, we sage our house, and and that particular night where I was talking earlier about the my wife taking the picture and she had two faces in the in the in the picture that night that we we sage the house. So what I'll do is I'll start in basically one end, I'll closets and everything, you know, sage it. Hey, you need to leave. This is not your place. I'll sage the entire house. I'll go out, and as soon as we got the whole house saged, I'll open one window in the house, and that's to. You know, give you a chance to go yeah. and you know, we live in the middle of the countries and wind blows all the time this particular night there's no wind at all 
I was on the south side of the house. I opened up the kitchen window, and a huge breeze went right past me, <laughs> like pulled the curtains against the wall. The other side of the house isn't even open, so there was oh, no wow. breeze coming through the house, and away it went. And that night, she slept better than she's ever, you know, probably slept in months. Good. But, uh, yeah, we do it probably, I would say, at least once or twice a month. Just to, Gertrude would be like, up your ass. Right. Fine, yeah. fine, I'll leave. <laughs> she hits you with it's, her purse on the way back. That's right. Oh, it's, it's yeah, man. It, you know, and, and I think we feel it a little more, too. Like, the more I understand what she talks about, like, it'll change the mood in a house. Right. You know, like, you'd be driving home and everything's just perfectly fine. You walk in and all of a sudden, you know, you just, everything's setting you off. And, and that's when you know that something's, something's you know, there. Something's my, there. My sister energy. sages her house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's I, we do it regularly, honestly, just because it's you know with with her her side a lot more, uh, just because she's right there usually when you know the people are passing away, she's with right. them, you know, and so you know her thing is always open a window in the room to allow them to to leave, you know, but yeah, sometimes they don't. Jeanette Bishop was on the Halloween episode, and she her story was of an entity in the house, and her her uncle is a medium, and that's what he told her: open up all the doors, all the windows. And they sage the house and you give it a blessing, and that's mm-hmm. how it stops. So, uh, so Olympia is a true story. True story. Yep. The uh, so the two guys. So it just particularly happened. Uh, it was actually a biker gang. Um, oh, that, that makes the, sense. So yeah. they were, and I don't know what the story was in between them, but they were all members of the same gang, and uh, they damn wild hogs, bro. Something I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but they uh, you know they were out having a night and in. We still don't know exactly why they had got up on us, other than just you know maybe they were just messing with us or whatever. But you know once the once the beer can went through the windshield, <laughs> it was no longer playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky there's no cell phones, or they might have called more people. Oh, to come. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, and it's <clears throat> yeah. We uh, we talk about on this podcast quite a bit when people tell us stories about you don't know how close you've come to death. Probably it, when it comes down to it, you probably come shockingly shittingly close you know what i mean so that's everybody and you know how many times you almost died you don't even know you know uh missing tools is a true story and stand by me is a true story missing tools is not a true story stand by me is a true story yep yep Hmm. that was uh like i said not a proud moment in my life (laughs) pukey pukey my friend pukey pukey and on everybody yeah oh my god you know what you were the fourth kid that fucking week so it's no big deal you know it's I, it sucks. I don't know that for sure. All yeah. I know in my heart was I was the only one. And, the you know, like I said, the, the stand by me part of why I say that is because it just the chain reaction it started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I got and to I think about that. that at the, the pie eating contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Drink yeah. the castor oil or whatever and blah, blah. And all I hear is, I mean, people everywhere. Yeah. Rud. I'm a sympathy puker. Bad. Yeah. Bad, bad. Like I was like kids. See, that's what Tim Dusso told me once his daughter was born because Timmy was also a – Sympathy puker, but he says you, you just get used to getting thrown up on. Well, you got kids too, so you probably yeah. they don't throw up on me. No. <laughs> they fart a lot. Josh, Josh points in directions. And, yeah, yeah. I, they do puke, but they're old enough now to move it. You know, get, you, it's not uh, like you know I'm not I'm not changing diapers and getting you know peed and puked on. Right, but, right. Yeah, that's no, awesome. They, uh, they definitely. There's some release valves for yeah. for sure. So I don't know if we didn't cover it or I just checked out and missed it what about missing tools wasn't true the tools being stolen okay oh yep okay got, we got to oh yeah you're about right i'm sorry you're seeing right. her and sorry yeah, and yeah. everything no I was tools. like wait no just just her yeah okay because gertrude's not a klepto right now she's listening because she followed you here and she's yeah. like i steal shit from his ass kicks me out of his house <laughs> me and this little boy are getting some pizza <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right that's right <laughs> And ice cream. Yeah. I'm going to stay with one of the two fat guys because the one I followed here is an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> Josh, I got to tell you, bud, we, we, we've hit our time, man. It's uh, it's always good to have you on. It always flies Thanks by, man. I always enjoy it. it. It's always a good time, man. Thanks for having me. It's, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, you do. Uh, real quick, I was asked, do you uh, comedy? You still, you still messing around with it at all? Or I, no? Not as much as I'd like to. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, I got bills to pay. Sure. Unfortunately, this stage in the game, like I, that's one thing you'd sacrifice. But I'm still writing stuff, and yeah. you know, still still working on some things, and right, and yeah, the time will come again. Yeah, sure. Every now and again, just to get up there, it's it's changed a little bit, though. It's oh. changing now, so different game. But that's here, yeah. that's a story for a different time. Josh, thank you so much for coming. Thank on, you, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank I'm you. Moose Lundstrom. I'm Adam Vokey. Hey, till next time. Peace. Peace. Mm.